Betches Media presents At Betches, a podcast hosted by Betches co-founders Aileen Drexler, Jordana Abraham, and Sammy Sage. Before they were business partners, they were close friends who've known each other since elementary school. On Wednesdays, we wear pink. Get to know the women who've been making us laugh since 2011. Who allowed you to take my breath away? This is At Betches. This is gonna be just like senior year, except for funner. Hello, and welcome back to the At Betches podcast. I'm Jordana. I'm Sammy. And I'm Aileen. And today we have much to discuss. Jordana's back from her honeymoon. And also Will Smith slapped Chris Rock at the Oscars and so much more. But I want to hear, Jordana, about your honeymoon. <laughs> no no offense. I mean, this plays into my honeymoon. I I can't believe I missed this Oscars because I, went, I got home from my honeymoon earlier that day. And then I went to sleep because for the jet lag at like, 8 p.m. So I woke up to like all this. I was like, what's going on? What's a slap? What's in like, I'm, I'm like all. It happened late. Confused. Yeah, it was very I, late. Many people were checked out. Okay. So there's no way I would have seen it even if I tried to stay up for like some no. of it. I didn't even watch no. the Oscars. Okay. <laughs> like I didn't watch so it on funny. TV. I was watching. I was watching and I got so confused because you know, I watch things and I pay half attention. So if you're not fully paying attention, you're like, wait, something just what just happened. Yeah. And um, that was what it was like in real time. It's like, what the fuck just happened? Like, I that was the only. After. Yeah. Rusty was like, wait, something happened. And he was and like, then we saw it all unfold on social media because technically they didn't even show it on the Oscars. Right. Like it was you have to you had to find the behind the scenes. I think the audio was like silenced. Right. They cut like they cut the audio right after the slap happened where Chris Rock said, holy shit, Will Smith just slapped me or something. And um, he said that, that was the, great, the greatest night of television. Yeah. And then Will Smith screamed from the audience, keep my wife's name out of your fucking mouth. And that was also muted. But if you're on like Twitter, you could Australia and I think one other country didn't bleep it. So you could all. You yeah, could you it. could see the whole thing. So but no one like broadcast world saw it knew what happened immediately so it was such a frenzy one of those once in a lifetime i'm so upset i missed all the drama you know no i i get that because honestly we're only blessed with such a a moment like that where we're all watching the same thing i know and it's a total shit show once in a while so. It really makes you think about like how worked up everyone was over like the the like envelope mishap yeah right. like years ago when like comparatively like who cares really i mean that was well, kind of a big deal but no. like Stop. yeah <laughs> that's that's like the craziest mistake you could make at that the was Oscars. like a mistake this is like drama yeah this is, I mean? fu- this is fucked yeah. up wait but uh, your honeymoon <laughs> yeah well i'm it's funny i'll give a general i guess discussion about the honeymoon you can definitely listen to you up i went into a little bit more detail on the way the episode coming out on wednesday but my question is, do people enjoy hearing about other people's trips that they're not on? I feel like I get bored when listening about like someone's like details of some place that I've never been. I'm always confused. It depends on like what they're talking about. Like if what they're describing is something very visible on Instagram, like very blue water above right. the ocean hut. Like you don't need to tell us that because we know. But like if you tell us an interesting occurrence or okay. a mishap or an argument or <laughs> like, right. or you just know, we general, love to hear- a feeling that you experienced from- Do you have any feelings to them? Yeah. <laughs> I experienced a great time. It was definitely like a trip of a lifetime. 
Loved it. The skydiving thing was like really cool. I was really scared, but oh my god, I, did I it. felt your pain oh watching that video. Like the minute when you're like, uh, you look like you're not breathing, and like, <laughs> yeah, like you're oh, you're scared. Like that's the moment. But I'm I assuming was it's fun after. Yeah, I'm I sure. I was like shaking. Like the guy like behind me was like, it's gonna be fine. Like I'm like like like, like I was like mentally, I was like not like saying anything, freaking out, but my body was like physically shaking. While we were up there, I was like, we were like, I'm sitting next to Mike. And I'm just like, why are we doing this? <laughs> like, yeah, this is not necessary. He's like, I'm trying like, to kill you, Jordana. Why are we doing this? He's like, I love you. It's going to be fine. No. I'm like, <laughs> like, that's what you would say before you push me out the plane. Um, but yeah, the moment before I was like, this is so stupid. I don't know why I'm doing this. This is so terrifying. And then you jump and it's like, awesome. It was great. It was not uh, that he was scary. so jealous. He was like, he would have loved he, it. He was like, please, can we go? Please, can we go, mom? I'm like, no, <laughs> we can't fucking go. Or like, you know what? You can, I mean, go. He can go. He can go. I was like, yeah. you know what? You go before there are any children in the picture. And then That's like, what I'll just not go. Because, yeah. <laughs> I feel like most, I mean, it was, it's always been a bucket list. I, I think I talked about this with Eileen before I left. It's like, it's always been a bucket list item of mine. And like the window is very, very narrow for me to try this in like my life where no one I have no pets or children or I don't think anyone. Your pets would be okay. I don't think I don't pets are <laughs> she was survived by her dog and by, cat. Yeah. I, I don't, don't think know. like the pets are <laughs> Okay. Yeah. But yeah, that was definitely like really cool. Dubai itself, I thought was like kind of just like Middle Eastern Vegas, but without gambling. It was like cool, it gives me a bit of a Singapore like, vibe where it feels just fake. Like it just feels like I've it was never been manufactured in a factory. Well, that's the feeling, and um, I can look at because everything is having new. now everything. It's very Vegasy. Everything is huge commercial. and new and like expensive and like glitzy. It's like an attraction. Yes. So I feel like I spent a good amount of time there, and I, I liked it. But it was the, high, the the skydiving was definitely really cool. How did you feel like the rest of the day after you skydived? Were you like, oh, like that was like, were you Holy fucking shit, like, I what threw the fuck, I'm alive? Plane, yeah. Like, yeah. Mike was like high, like the whole day. I'm sure that's that how people experience. do it. Like, very, it's funny. Like I, I I cut the video. Obviously, I don't know how to use Instagram. I cut the video entirely and accurately. Um, <laughs> I, I got cut off before the actual jump. Um, oh, I did. Yeah, the, video, it's like, the video, it's like three minutes long. I was like, cutting, I was trying to cut it and I cut it completely wrong. Mike's video oh is God. much better, is more accurate cut. But... <laughs> It no, was, I saw uh, you jump out. It was on the video. I think I jumped and then that was when it ended. I wanted to do like a like more of the actual thing. But it's funny because his like in instructor or the guy like behind him was like a lot friendlier than mine. So I feel like <laughs> well, he had a much a, better a time. Match. I was really jealous. <laughs> I was really jealous. Can I ask you a question about the actual jumping yeah. or like the flying? Do you feel like when you're falling, mm -hmm. do you feel like you're falling or do you feel like you're sort of like flying? For like three seconds, you feel like you're falling. By the time you even like, Are you realize like shit, it's I'm happening, gonna die when you're falling. No, I was like, shit, I'm gonna die when like, okay, so when the when you first fall, it's like very loud. It's like windy. Like my mouth got like really dry. Like when you first yeah. start falling, because oh the wind is like going against your face. And the first three seconds are like kind of scary, like a little free fall, and then it just becomes like a weird like floating, float almost like floating. But even before you put the parachute up, and then um. Oh, once you put the parachute up, it's like quieter because it's like it's not you're not like going against the air as yeah. much. And the instructor that I had was so was like didn't say anything when the parachute <laughs> went up. And I was like, is he dead? 
Like, am I gonna <laughs> oh die? My god. Oh, oh my god. god. Okay, so it was oh like suddenly god. quiet. And I was like, I was like, oh, this is really cool. He was like, not the friendly, like I said. He was like silent. I was like, oh my god, the instructor's dead. I'm gonna die. Did he maybe <laughs> not speak? Did he, he was he almost seemed like he was like in a bad mood that day. Oh my god. You know <laughs> yeah, some days you get a bad you get That's someone in a bad yeah, mood. Right. Yeah. So it's like Mike had like Mike Mike's guy was like high fiving him, like letting yeah, him Your guy the was just like got it, broke up with his girlfriend yeah. the night before. Oh my god. <laughs> Yeah, I was like, oh, what's that body? And then eventually he spoke and I was like very relieved. Like not because not I even cared like what he was saying, but I was just like, okay, like you're alive. You're if I were you, I would be like, are you okay? <laughs> oh my God. Okay, so but anyway, so you feel like you're sort of floating in the air, like going with the wind. But but do you feel like you're going down? No, you're you're not going. When Once the parachute hits, you're not going no down. No parachute you're like, before yeah, the before, parachute. Yeah. I feel like the parachute is is less scary. Yeah, not that scary. The part before the parachute. That's what I'm interested yeah, in. Yeah, that's the diving part. But do you feel like you're going down? You you feel like a little bit like you're going down, but it doesn't feel like a free fall stomach drop after that three seconds. It's like Did your three seconds go up your into your throat those first three seconds when it was like a free fall? It's almost hard to remember. It was like fine. It wasn't that bad. The scariest moment was like right before when like you're looking out and you see like the ocean and the whatever and like you're about to like, jump yeah, out and jump and it just feels that was the sc- and then after you jump it's really not that scary but mike's guy it also okay so you a videographer jumps before you oh. or like jumps at the same time as you so they can get the footage it's like you and the instructor and then a videographer next to you so it's like there's three of you right so you're looking at a guy you're looking at a guy that's who's filming is that and scary like, to Mike, see? mike's filming guy was like high-fiving him it's oh. like, <laughs> like i felt like in a, in a super bad when he's like in the home ec and he's like you know he's just having a great like sets over there having a great time and like my partner's not doing anything for me (laughs) oh yeah 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 wait so was it scary to see somebody else diving at the same time as you and like looking how scary it looks like this guy's just falling in the sky no No, because those guys like love it they're like they do like they do they do do it multiple times a day they do it like 10 jumps a day so those guys are like one guy like when we were going up there the guy opened the door just to like for like air like the entire door <laughs> to the plane. And he was just like chilling. Like he was looking at a beach. Like, and they're just wow. so relaxed and so calm. Dubai is actually like very on top of their shit. I feel like as a uh, city. As a country. And so yeah, a as a country and as a city, like everything was like very like well run. It seemed like they knew what they were doing. So I was like less scared about that. Wow. Imagine if you got up. The- what if they didn't know what they were doing? Would you been like, I'm just going to not. I- I- I'm going to take it back. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe. Mike said when he went in Miami, it was like kind of like a little sketch. So. Yeah, I mean, I understand that makes right. sense. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious. I I truly thought it was so funny when the guy asked, "Why do you want to go skydiving?" and you were like, yeah, "Well, you're it's like, my, it's honeymoon. my honeymoon." <laughs> like it was just it was just a perfect like time yeah, very aw- sp- <laughs> awkward me response. Yeah, um, it's like if you read that written out, you'd be like, "What?" <laughs> But it was it was fun and it was like um I actually had a thought on the honeymoon which is more of like a DST thought which is probably why it's a good discussion to have like with you guys where I'm like it kind of feels like you know when you're like on a really nice trip and every meal is like amazing and then yes. by the end of it you're like it doesn't even feel it. that like I don't even want to like I don't even want to drink or like I don't even want to like yes yeah. like I want so, I just want like a piece of like fish or something so yeah. that I like you can have a fish like, there but, you, but you're also kind of like oh I feel like guilty 
because no, but it's like it's not like it's like an, it's like a meal. It's like every restaurant is like you feel a bad crazy that you're not like living it to the fullest every right. minute because you're never gonna have this experience again. Exactly, and it'd be like so great if you could do like, you like one order night a garden on salad, <laughs> right? Like one night on, one night off of that kind of situation. And you know me, I'm like efficient, so I'm like, oh, I'm not gonna like not drink. Like the drinks like included. Like why would I? Not yeah, drink? right. <laughs> like, or like I'm not gonna not order like I'm not like hungry but like I'm not gonna not order this but then you also just feel gross I don't know it's like very like obviously it's like a very first world problem to have and it was like an incredible trip but that there was an aspect of like I can't by the end where you're like I just want to go home and like have a simple like not feel like I have to take advantage of every single yeah. like also like even just like activities like I, I like you can't just like chill for a day well you can in the Maldives but like yeah. Otherwise, you're like, oh, there's a pressure to like, there's the pressure to like, go like see things and do things yeah. and like take advantage of the fact that you're there. And I think after a certain amount, it makes me think like to be royalty, like if you were like actual a royal, like your life would almost, it's almost like a miserable existence because there's no, there's nothing higher to get to. It's just that well, all the yeah, time. I mean, if it's a, well, okay. If you're a royal, like William and Kate and like, it's your job and you have to do a lot of shit. No. But if you're like a uh, side royal. Although, I don't know. I wouldn't call it royal. I would just say, because royal people, they have their own, like, set of standards they have to follow. You mean just somebody who has rich. access to everything. Extreme pampering. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I understand, like, a tinge of the feeling that you um felt. I also went on a quite a long honeymoon. And so I had very small moments where I felt that way. And then <laughs> I, they immediately went away. Because I was like, why? Like, I know what you mean. Because you're like, each thing starts to feel less special by comparison. Right. It's like diminishing because, like, returns. Yeah. You have like one meal in Europe and you're like, holy shit, this is amazing. No matter what or where it is, you're like, oh, this amazing yeah. fresh bread and like their wine without the sulfates and all that shit, whatever. And so you have one and it's like unreal. But when you're having that for every meal, you're like, okay, like how many times am I going to go to the breakfast buffet and have every option? But I'll be honest that feeling doesn't really overtake me. <laughs> like, I, like, I never feel that strongly about that feeling. Like, I'm like, okay, well, I could just, or I could just enjoy it. And like, I have no problem leaning into the, to be like, okay, like, we'll just do more. <laughs> we'll do more. I'm not going to tell the story again because I told it on you up, but it was a story basically like about like the honeymoon cakes where they bring you like a cake because it's your honeymoon. Oh yeah. Every, every hotel. Everywhere. Yeah. And then by the fourth cake, we were like, we were like at the fourth hotel they were like, we have a surprise for you. And I go to Mike, like, please, I can't. Like, I hope it's, I can't take it. Like, it's not another cake. Like, please, not another cake. And they bring the cake and then they're like watching you. And like, we're not like hungry. <laughs> you like have you to, have like, to you're eat almost, it like, on the spot. You kind of do though. Cause then they came back and they were like, oh, do you like, do you like, like, like the cake? Do you leave it in your room? They leave it in your <laughs> room. No, at dinner, at dinner, like oh. they come with a thing. It says like happy honeymoon. The or, chef like, comes and expecting you to like clap for him. <laughs> Right. Yeah. We're like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, Mike, you eat it. He's like, you know, you eat it. <laughs> well, here's the thing. Forget about like the eating of it. I think it's more about just like the acting really excited. Cause like, let's say you like had an allergy. You could be like, um, actually like I, for some reason, like you don't have to eat it as much as you have to be appreciative of it. And I know what you mean where like, you're like, oh, like, oh, so nice of them. And it becomes less exciting that they did something for you at each stop that they do that right but then you could just be like well like this is better than not having an extremely exciting honeymoon cake like no i mean obviously you say, yeah. i feel like i guess and you sound like an asshole just even saying that like this is like we're the worst person in the world but it is real well i just think like lean into your indulgent side 
you know, pretend that like you're not going to move. Who knows when the fun could end, you know? The but fun so I will get what you're end, saying. Sure. At some point, it doesn't become, it's like you can't enjoy it. It's not, it's, you're saying just enjoy it, but how do you enjoy something right. that doesn't feel enjoyable if you feel sick or something? Like, if you feel you know, sick, they're not going to be like, oh, like, well, you must eat our cake. Okay, forget the cake. I mean, like, if you're drinking every thing. day, you yeah. feel sick. Like, yeah. I, no, that I get becomes, that. And, it, and that ruins the feeling of the food or that ruins right. the experience. So, like, all of that on repeat, I think for a lot of people, is not enjoyable anymore. No, and totally. So you yearn for simplicity. <laughs> what I think, but what I think I'm pointing out, I'm pointing out a personality difference between yes. us is no, what I'm getting at. Not at like, oh, you should be more appreciative. Like I'm talking about how Jordana's a much right. more, you know. Well, I'm saying maybe it's personality difference. Just like I kind of feel like I like to like almost when you don't, it's great to go for a nice dinner when you've been like cooking for yourself kind of boring meals all week and you're like really excited about it and you're like, oh, I'm like savoring this thing. But like when yeah. you go for it every night or even like vacation, like if you've been working, if you've had a really hard work week, like the weekend feels amazing. If your work week was like, totally. like kind of chill, you're like, eh, this is like, it's just like almost like, I think I like like the the drasticness no, of that's the- a, Right. That's the personality trait is that you feel yeah. like, oh, I'm like- <laughs> Like, oh, it was I appreciate this more because I like worked harder. I felt less right. good for a time. Same one pointing the out that I can feel time. good all the time. And it never gets boring <laughs> to me. Queen Anne. <laughs> I have Queen Anne. More cake. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. I'll never forget seeing that movie. Um <laughs> I when I saw that movie, I was like, the the the, the Queen, the ants, the something. The the something <laughs> with the something Olivia queen, Coleman. With Olivia Coleman, yeah, that was such a good movie. I remember watching it and being like, "Holy shit!" Like, <laughs> like I'm this type of person. I think I saw it with Aileen, and we yeah. were like, "Oh my we god!" Both is this at each and then it made the movie so much the better. Favorite, the favorite, the favorite. Yes. yes, it was like when her foot hurt, and she was yeah. like, <laughs> "I'm a stone." And Rachel Weiss. What did she do when her foot hurt? She was just like screaming. <laughs> I need to see that again. I think I, I do too. I think I'm less like that right by now. But I agree. I, also I think you've think become like, less like that. But I do think that my sort of like inherent way is aligned with that. Where like you're Jordana, you're my, what I'm trying to say is your inherent right. way is not like that whatsoever. You're more like Avi where it's like, let's yeah, feel uncomfortable so we can appreciate the comfort. I'm like, oh, fuck that. <laughs> I think you would do well as a queen. <laughs> me yeah you wouldn't Honestly, be like this is you wouldn't be like this is too much where are my slippers <laughs> where are my other slippers no um no i don't think i would mind that element of being a queen but i do think that i would not make a great queen because like i would just be like not able to watch my mouth like i'd be like i'm not gonna sh- not Say whatever the fuck she I want, you know. I mean, she's not really like public that often, though. She's like, she only True. has to, like be watching herself. Like, did you watch on the certain crown? occasions? Yeah. No, did you watch? Okay, well, she her whole thing was like, if she says one wrong thing, if she makes one wrong move, she's gonna fuck up the whole monarchy. Right. I don't like that kind of pressure. So, okay. so <laughs> you want to be like, you want to be like Prince Harry? Yeah, because <laughs> like he's not in line, but he's royal. 
Listen, we all know that scratchy PJs can make a cranky kid. I want my kids to be comfy when they sleep and are rested in the morning. And that's why I snuggle them up in Little Sleepies. Little Sleepies makes award-winning bamboo PJs that moms rave about. I am, said mom, I am obsessed with Little Sleepies. They are so, so, so soft. I just got one that was the Checkmates Zippy for my son, Lucas. It's so adorable. And it's limited edition, so everybody go check it out. Little Sleepy's Zip Romper Pajamas, aka Zippies, the ones that I got, were designed with thoughtful details like fold-over feet, mittens, and a double zipper to make the middle-of-the-night diaper changes easier. Made from the buttery, soft, custom-milled Luna Luxe Bamboo Viscose, their Zip Footy Pajamas are gentle on sensitive skin and babies with eczema. But what parents rave about the most? How long they fit. And Little Sleepies makes the best baby shower gift. They have inclusive sizing from preemie to adults 3X. There are also nursing and pregnancy-friendly styles available for adults. So try a pair of Little Sleepies today. Fair warning, you'll never go back. You can try Little Sleepies for yourself by visiting littlesleepies.com. Plus, get 15% off your order on littlesleepies.com with code BETCHES. That's L-I-T-T-L-E-S-L-E-E-P-I-E-S.com with promo code BETCHES. I have a comment about him and his wife's podcast. Well, so should we that segue just, into that? Yeah, let's talk about that. All I wanted to talk about with Meghan Markle is that she and Harry made a deal at Spotify like a few months, maybe over a year ago. And a basically ago. it was like they were paying them like a lot of money, several million dollars to develop content for Spotify. And it's a long time. Like there should have been content developed by now. But there was no content developed. But Meghan Markle – and they were supposedly going to do a podcast together – but Meghan Markle dropped like her podcast preview in whatever Spotify. And, What's it called? Okay, it's I, my guess is that it is a play on her son Archie, and like what it's supposed to be about, like what holds women back. You really should listen to the audio because it's very weird. She's like saying all these words that are used to describe women and how it holds them back. But more importantly, her voice, and maybe we could cut in a little clip of it, Sean. Her voice doesn't sound like her voice. She sounds like she put on like an Elizabeth Holmes-esque baritone situation. And then Harry, who was supposed to be on the podcast, allegedly, is not even on the podcast. So it's like, what happened? How did this become the podcast? Will it actually become a thing? And what happened to her voice? Those are all my questions at the time. Do you think they had to record a demo to like get approved for this podcast? Maybe like he got into the podcast and they were like, oh, Prince Harry, you're like a terrible podcaster. <laughs> I, I really have no clue what went down, but I'm sure we will find rumors soon and I will let you know what those rumors are. He probably can't out. talk about anything. Like, Yeah, but p- other people, someone works at Spotify and said, your demo sucked, Harry, like if that happened. you know. I wonder if Prince Harry has any talent at all whatsoever in anything. I think he was a bit uh, good at just speaking <laughs> when he was in <laughs> well, not um, if he got his podcast. Oprah, but that's why I don't think that's the reason. But in the Oprah interview, I'm sure Spotify was like, nobody wants to hear from another man. Let's hear from a woman, like kind of thing. Right. I just think maybe no. Prince Harry, maybe Harry just didn't have anything interesting to say Who, from all the pampering. People <laughs> want to hear from you know him, about him pam- and his I'm life. To that extent. And I'm sure people want right. to hear about like his, like the little tiny things he dropped in that Oprah interview about like him and his relationship with his dad and like things like that. That's like highly intriguing. But he can't just talk about, he's not going to talk about that. Right. No, well, they want to do that's a podcast why. that's like, they want to do a podcast that's like thought leadery. Like they want to be Dak Shepard. And it's like, 
that it's like you guys should have done that a while ago also i don't think either of them is that insightful right what qualifies them to be thought leaders megan's been trying to like be that person for so long like she just can't get there because she doesn't have a real cause in my opinion she doesn't seem to this seems like a classic case of not very talented people being given a platform because they are famous yes and also people who do not understand like who they are or like what their place should be trying to like throw anything at the wall to see what will stick and just yeah. just get money because apparently they pay for like they spend so much money on security like hundreds of thousands to millions of dollars a month and the right. royal family doesn't pay for that anymore no that's like was the whole what the whole dispute was about like will the royals and british taxpayers pay for their security and they won't um so yeah it's a little it's just i don't know i wanted to call everyone's attention to that and um i will so continue no to monitor it's just a trailer you said yes okay well, can go so they'll, probably get really, they'll probably get really good guests that's all i can say i'm sure they could get very good guests like that's not their issue <laughs> it's just a, <laughs> I, <laughs> are there reviews yeah. on it yet um i'll check one second there's literally, I mean, How would it's there a be one a minute. If it's listen. only been a trailer. Sometimes you get reviews even for the trailer. Like, listen, she's a slut. <laughs> People think I should be quiet and submissive and a little emotionally unstable. You have the word skanky in America. That's we do of, have yeah. that word. I was waiting for you to smile at some of the compliments. You didn't. They are weaker, smaller. They are less intelligent. This is how we talk about women. The words that raise our girls, and how the media reflects women back to us. But where do these stereotypes come from, and how do they keep showing up and defining our lives? It does sound like her. I'm Megan, and this is Archetypes, the podcast where we dissect, explore. It sounds like the intro to Mean Girls. Labels that try to hold women. (laughs) It sounds like DSC with Mean Girls. (laughs) I'll have conversations with women who know all too well how these typecasts shape our narratives. And I'll talk to historians to understand how we even got here in the first place. I like like this concept. Archetypes coming soon. Listen only on Spotify. Okay, first of all, fine, you like the concept, but they were paid nine figures. I'm, I'm pretty sure, or eight figures to make this. And that's it. You think that sounds like her? But like, why is she a better host for this than anyone else? Right. Because the royal family was mean to her. Right, but I'm saying Why she's is not even anyone a better host than anything. There's a million podcasts. She was subjected to it to in in a very extreme degree. Right, but yeah. the only thing that would warrant to me the nine figure thing would be if she would talk if she's going to talk about how that ha- like the details of how that happened to her on this podcast. Which no, she they're, is not. they're making the nine figure. The eight figures is based on like how many people would listen to her just because it's her name. Like, not because she's going to promise any sort of, like, information. I'm sure she doesn't promise that information. But I need to go back. You thought that sounded like her? I didn't think it didn't sound like her. It was a little more, like, serious voice. No, that is a different octave. Oh, my gosh. That was a different octave than she normally... Think about about all the times you hear her. Octave? Octave, yeah. Octavia. Yeah. Octavia Spencer. Yeah. A different Octavia Spencer. Think about how... Think, picture her voice in your head when she was like, no one asks how I'm doing. That's a different voice. You don't think that's a different voice? No, I, I watch, I watch Suits. Like I watched her. <laughs> I know I watched Suits before she even dated Harry. 
And I remember what she was like, and I really uh, shit the acting. I'm not was, saying she can't change her voice slightly, but it sounds very it different. Seemed, it, she went lower, but it did sound like her. Whereas. Like oh, she was just trying to be more news anchory, you know. Elizabeth Holmes, yeah, she's trying to. Like she's trying different. to be less like, like she's trying to be like less friend, like colloquial. I feel like, and more like I'm like a journalist. Maybe also she's doing it on purpose because like the archetype of a woman is like this high, like sweet voice, and so she's trying to like lean into the low, serious voice that doesn't say like or um like we all do. <laughs> Well, if this is if if this is the theme of the show, then it kind of makes sense that Harry wouldn't be in it because, like, why is Harry? Why would Harry be qualified? Totally even less but, qualified. No, totally. I'm not even suggesting that like he should be on this show. But they were both together, paid that money. Yeah. Do you think they have a prenup? Harry and Meghan. I have no. Yeah. I don't know. They might even be like out of prenupville. Do who knows if royals do prenups? I don't know. I'll let you know when I come back in my next life as okay. the royal I'm meant to be. We've all been there, trying to fit everything we might need for a trip, only to end up with a suitcase bursting at the seams. But with base, there's room for everything. 15 pairs of underwear for a weekend trip? No problem. Deciding between a few pairs of shoes? Bring them all with base. It is my go-to travel bag. I love that the bag expands because I'm a chronic overpacker, and it still fits in the overhead compartment. It just makes it so much easier to travel when I know there's a special place for everything. It makes me feel like a more organized version of myself. And I love that cushioned handle. I always get compliments on it, too, from anyone who's helping me with my bags. Base is thought of everything you could ever want in a piece of luggage. 360-degree gliding wheels, a cushioned handle, built-in weight indicator, washable bags for your dirty clothes, and all the interior pockets you need. Their luggage comes in multiple sizes and colors, and for shorter trips, the Weekender bag is super functional and even has a place to store your shoes separately. Every piece is made to look better with miles, so you don't have to worry about it in cargo or overhead. And Base has over 30,000 five-star reviews. Whether you're packing for a quick trip or looking to breeze through the security line, Base has your personal items covered. Right now, Base is offering our listeners 15% off your first purchase by visiting basetravel.com slash betches. Go to basetravel.com slash betches for 15% off your first purchase. That's B-E-I-S travel.com slash betches. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Think of yourself like a bottle of sparkling water. Get too shaken up and you're eventually going to burst. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. I love therapy. I've been to therapy for many years, and I love that when I have a big problem, I don't have to wait and let it fester and let it get bigger. I can start bringing it up in therapy and talk through it before it becomes an even bigger problem. Figuring out how to find coping skills when I've encountered anything that triggers me or stresses me is one of the main things that I've really learned from therapy and has helped me so much in my life. It's helped me to be a better version of myself. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Betches today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash Betches. Okay, let's talk about the Oscars. Sammy, since you were the only one who actually watched it live, um, you probably should go first. I think if anything, it's just a sad situation because Will Smith had such a great reputation for so many years. He's been in the business for so long and was a very is a very beloved figure. This is not really in character. And it is a shame that this is what now overshadows his win and the Williams sisters and their movie and all the other people who won. Like, it just kind of sucks. And Chris Rock's joke was 
He must have had in a really moment, bad day. I, in the moment, I think, I think people. Chris Rock? No. Will Smith. Will Smith? Yeah. He was miserable. Like, when he was crying and giving his speech, I just really felt like he's crying because he's upset about the situation. Like, or he's, he's like, acting. why did I do this? No, I don't think he was acting. I think he's genuinely okay, like, did like, you see the video fuck. of him like partying at the uh, afterwards? Yeah. Didn't give a shit. That doesn't mean he was acting. When he hit the hit him right after. Did you see no, how like. No, I think he just. Like, I think no, he. He smirked. There was a smirk. Okay. You don't know what is in, or is not in character. You don't know what he's like when he's not. On he might be more screen. controlled than you think. You don't know what he's right. like when it he's just, not on screen. What I mean is his public character. Like he never had an, in, there's never been an incident or even rumors about Will Smith being like abusive or anything right. like that. It was just, and it you was would have heard rumors up. about that, especially because you hear a lot of rumors about their marriage and how it's such and such. It's not good. It's open, blah, blah, blah. So you would know rumors if Will Smith was like this giant douchebag who's been in the industry being a douchebag for decades. Yeah. Apparently also like he did laugh and then he saw Jada look really upset. And that's when he was like, oh, well, Jada I saw is that. mad. I'm getting up and I'm doing this. It's just. They must have had a weird morning compensating. You have to wonder if that was an overcompensation because he laughed. Like he felt guilty that he laughed and he's like, shit, I need to rectify this. And that's why he did the slap because he was like, fuck, I laughed. Like that was fun. And then there was a video that came out today, like on TikTok that was like showed Jada also laughing after he hit him. Oh, after the, the after the slap or after or after the she joke? She did not laugh at the joke. No, no, no. After the slap. Yeah. I mean, didn't Jaden Smith tweet something like kind of and that's how it's done. The Smith family does seem, although they don't have a reputation for craziness, yeah. they do have a reputation for being like full of themselves kind of assholes, yeah. I think. Full of themselves is different than like abusive though and like having rage problems. Cock. You know what, what was more annoying to me about well, this whole thing even than the fact that he did it because obviously like Chris, it's like fucked up, but like Chris Rock's fine. Um, Like the right. fact that yeah. he like thought he like felt so cocky that he could do it right and he could do it more than like i could see like wanting to do it but the fact yes, that he was totally. like i can get away with it is more annoying to me than and the he fact did that he did it same the fact that he took like like to me it was like the length the it wasn't yes it was a very sudden quick situation but it wasn't like he didn't he have a five to ten seconds yeah. to walk up there to be like you know what fuck it or i'm just gonna like just do a little up. slap like a funny slap you or know put like his something. arm around him Right. I don't think Chris Rock or put his arm around him and be like, don't fuck talk, talk about my wife. Yeah, don't like, talk that about That would have been like funny and kind of hot even. Um, but no, but still, you can't like get up on stage and ruin a show that's like supposed to be pretty serious. And, so, like, that's what I'm saying. It's so cocky. Yeah, but I'm, I'm just thinking of all the ways that he could have like not done what he did. Let's, yeah. You know? Let's talk about the joke. Joke's okay, the up joke. Okay, <laughs> the joke, I don't think people realized exactly. I don't think it was widely understood why the joke was so fucked up when it was first made. I think many people assume that Jada Pinkett Smith is bald as like a fashion statement since many celebrities do stuff like that for aesthetics. And she's always had like really short cut hair. In reality, she has no hair because she has an autoimmune disorder. I think it's that people didn't understand that like this wasn't a isn't like her style and it's a hard thing for her to have lost her hair like it wasn't she, and she apparently talks about also like you yeah know, table talk and things like that yeah like that she's losing it yeah. she's struggling with it i, but I get still that. don't think but the joke is funny it's not that even. it's it's not no, fun. it Here, the, the, funny. the biggest yeah the biggest issue is the joke is not funny I mean, not the biggest if, issue. Like, <laughs> it, but no that's not the biggest issue. one of the one of the points we one have to make issues, is that the joke she didn't have like this like condition 
the joke isn't funny anyway. Like what a well, dumb, here's the thing. If she did a fruit joke to make fun of, I mean, if she if she's hair. bald first, okay. If someone cuts their hair and their or buzzes their hair and they do this for style and it's like an aesthetic choice, I don't think that's like an out of bounds joke. Like she wants to look that way. It's a joke about. But also, sometimes people make hair. a joke and it's a miss. That happens yeah. all the time. People make a joke. It's a miss. Right. It's not good. Like whatever. Yeah. Like the Kristen Dunst one was so bad. Oh my God. I thought that was, are you married to the seat filler was so funny. You no, but then like funny. it was, no, but it was awkward. Like it did not land. I kind of like, thought they it kept like going. <laughs> I thought it was like awkward. Like I was watching. Other I was people like, I know thought it was awkward, but I thought it was funny. So I'm saying every know. joke is sort of like the half truth, right? Or based in like a, a sort of something that's sort of like, could be slightly painful to someone well, that sort of like have it doesn't have to be slightly painful it just has to have something like that a zing it, of like cutting your or else you wouldn't care right but again i think it's very different to joke about someone who's bald for style reasons and someone who's bald for medical reasons and i think that's really like where the joke missed also there's like this whole apparently there's a whole history between chris rock and will smith with Chris Rock making comments about like black women's hair. So you wade into this like political territory about, because apparently like the disorder that she has affects, I think like 47% of black women and they lose their, like it's a, it's a tough thing to go through. And I think like that was another piece that was missing when people first like witnessed it. Again, I don't think that but again, makes like, a slap every, okay. Not every single joke touches on all the nuances of the of the mat of the subject matter that they're talking about. It's like a quick thing. No, I'm I'm not speaking. I'm speaking to why it was such like a frenzy and like there was confusion over okay. what the happened. Back, okay. I and see. why maybe he like laughed at first and then was like, oh fuck, I gotta go slap this guy. Regardless of the joke, this the getting up and slapping someone is not okay. Obviously. Right. It bodes it's, very weirdly yeah. for their relationship. I think it says weird things about their relationship. Which yeah. already has a lot of weird rumors about it. Yeah. And the, and the actual things that happened, which is that she cheated on him. That too. Yeah. And then, then there's the people who gave like the standing ovation. Then I thought Will that Smith was bizarre. went on to win and accept an The Oscar Academy actually that. said, wait, the Academy released a statement that they had tried to remove him after the yes. slap, but he refused to leave. So he must have like, Apparently his publicist was like down in his seat trying to like, I don't know, I imagine give him, beat him that line for the speech about protecting his family or something. Mm-hmm. The protecting his family thing that was, was like almost line. like, that was almost like he like dug Horrible it in line. deeper. Justified it. Yeah. He should have just been like, I'm so sorry. I don't know what came over me. Not pulling that line about like protecting someone because then you wait into like abuse and it's just, and, yeah. and 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 then also tying into the character of King Richard. Like right. that yeah. also He didn't did beat not, anyone up, or did he? I feel like he it got just, beat up. He got beat yeah, up. Yeah, he did get beat up. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't um it didn't it didn't even it, make any it wasn't sense. Good. And then also seeing the video of him dancing at the club, like rapping to his own. Yeah, that song, was not was a like great rough. look. <laughs> it was just like a right, lot he, of just not not goodness. <laughs> do you think Will Smith can come back from this yes. reputation wise? Yes. Yes, but everyone will talk about it for five years. So <laughs> Just wait it out, Will. Five years. You're young enough. Ugh. You can hit, you can take it. It was, yeah. It looked so fake This is a first. stain on his reputation. It did look fake. That was another thing. It looked like an actor's bit. Like they- It looked so fake, like because- People also, thought it was- like, Yeah, because of the way that Chris Rock also- Like the way, uh, the way I watched it, Chris Rock like looked like he was bracing for mm-hmm. something that he knew was about to happen. And the way that Chris, uh, like- um, Maybe he was just flinching. 
No, he was no because his hands were behind his back. Like if somebody's coming, I think at he didn't you in an know what Will manner, Smith was gonna do. Exactly, he couldn't believe. Now we know it's real. He wouldn't imagine that Will Smith would do that. Right, but like the way that he has his hands behind his back. If somebody's coming at you in a regular situation, your hands are not going to stay behind your back. They're going to be like, right. you're going to be like, what's going to yeah. happen? I'm ready to fight. But he was. He looked like he was bracing for it. And the way that Will Smith sort of paused right before he just like hit him. And then the also thing that I thought was fake was like, okay, they he he slapped him. He didn't punch him. What's the difference? Slap is slap is like you're you know you're you're chastising someone. Right. I think he did not have any intent to injure Chris Rock. Like that was clear. Yeah. If he wanted to injure him, he could have injured him, but he didn't want to do that. And I think that that is another piece that's like not being appreciated. Like it wasn't about hurting Chris Rock. It was because he could have done that if he wanted to. It was about like putting him in his him. place. Yeah. yeah. Not that that was cool. Again, it was not a, it's not, a, I don't think it's and under any circumstance, under an acceptable display to get out of your seat and slap someone at the Oscars. And it's it just like, makes just, the Oscars like so... Yeah, or anywhere. Like right. such anywhere. a joke. It like made the, right. this like... So, this suppo- I mean, so, like, who cares if the Oscars are a joke though? No, I think it's more like, oh, it's more Oscars like how could, how could like, how could they let this person just stay after physically assaulting someone on stage? Like they let him stay and then right. they gave, everyone gave him a standing ovation. It's kind of like, how did that happen? The standing like, ovation thing I thought was like, why did we need to do that? Like, we could have just done the regular. I think maybe a lot of people didn't know what happened. I think I agree with you. People couldn't hear what's going on. I think it was pretty clear what what happened when he said it in the speech. No, no, no. But it was. But the... But the whole event—you couldn't was hear like, what he said to him. You, if you're sitting far, you have no idea what's happening up front, unless like if they cut the if they cut the video or if they cut audio. And then I heard that there's a lot of celebrities who were at like the Vanity Fair dinner who were like texting people trying to figure out what the fuck just happened. Yes, there was a picture. Derek yeah, Blasberg posted yeah. a, like everyone watching it. I think this that made this unique is that it was not even straightforward what exactly happened. And that made people like unsure how to react. And that's why he was able to stay. It also was not in the beginning of the broadcast. It was like right before he won. There wasn't enough time for people to like navigate damage control. Have you ever felt that fast fashion ick but can't always afford the super high end stuff? I have a solution for you. Newly. Newly has everything you need to bring your closet up to speed for the season without breaking the bank. Free your closet of impulse purchases and skip the buyer's remorse by renting instead. Newly is a subscription clothing rental service. For just $98 a month, you get your choice of any six styles each month. You choose whatever you want to rent for whatever you have going on. It's totally up to you. Access to thousands of styles from more than 400 brands. There's no fees, late fees, damage fees, or fees to pause or cancel. So it's no big deal if you lose a button, spill something, or you just need to take a break. They have inclusive sizing up to 5X as well as petite and maternity. Newly is a great value at $98 a month for any six styles. But right now you can get $20 off your first month of Newly when you sign up with the code Betches20. Just go to N-U-U-L-Y.com, that's Newly with two U's, and enter the code Betches20 and sign up to get $20 off your first month. That's N-U-U-L-Y.com, Newly with two U's, and use code Betches20. Newly subscription clothing rental. Change your clothes. I'm Betcha's co-founder, Aileen, and as you may know, we have been in the media game for a minute. And between meetings, podcasting, dinners, etc., I need a wardrobe that works with me, not against me. And that's why Lee is a staple in my wardrobe. I recently got this white jacket 
jean jacket from Lee and I got their button down. I must say that the quality is very, very good because when you wear a button down, it is very difficult to find one that doesn't kind of come apart. And this one is not only very soft and comfortable, like I can move my arms around, but I really, really like it. It just looks really cute. And it's like Western. Western's so in right now. And then I also love the white jacket I got. It's like off-white, but it has this blue stitching and it's like, I'm going to wear it over the shoulders, perhaps on my vacation. I'm just really into it. And Denim trends come and go, but Lee is legendary for creating denim cuts that fit your body. Their denim gets better with age and their classics fit into every look. Lee's denim jacket is the one to reach for without fail. It's a classic. The Ryder jean jacket is the OG and what every other brand has copied for decades. Everyone is an icon in their own right and Lee makes denim so people can own their style and feel good in their clothes. Their spring collection is here, so get the freshest looks and cuts before anyone else. You can find your Lee fits by visiting lee.com, that's L-E-E.com, that's L-E-E.com to shop spring looks now. Tired of not being able to get a hold of anyone when you have questions about your credit card? With 24-7 U.S.-based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yes, you heard that right. You can talk to a human on the Discover customer service team anytime. So the next time you have a question about your credit card, call 1-800-DISCOVER to get the service you deserve. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. Okay, uh, something else I was thinking about this whole Will Smith thing is like, he's kind of the last person I would guess would I don't know if he's the last. During- Tom Hanks he's, is the last person okay. I would think would He's one of the last people I would, <laughs> I would guess would commit an assault during an Oscar ceremony. But let's talk about someone who I would guess would do such a thing. <laughs> Alec Baldwin and Hilaria Baldwin are expecting their seventh goddamn child. Is and, this supposed um, to be a surrogate again? Or is this a real, or she is pregnant? They are acting like she's pregnant, but the wording in the announcement did not say she was pregnant, although headlines from outlets did. Um, she's very clearly trying to portray herself as pregnant, posting like little bump pics, even though like, you know, it's fucking weird. If she's January not pregnant, third, then that's really weird. I think if she's, she's not, not the pregnant. one who's pregnant. In my opinion, I believe, allegedly, whatever, all the cover your ass terms, I think they're probably using a surrogate and I'll be spending the next six months <laughs> looking for the clues. Do you think she's doing that. that thing that celebrities do where they get in trouble Bump. and then they get pregnant so people um, get off of their ass? Um, I do. I think that's one component. But I also think she has like a feta- like a obsession with babies and like they feed her in like some way. It's like a narcissism way. thing. It 100% is a narcissism thing. She's on my narcissist list. Just the official How list. How long is your list? list that I- I'll check. It is about, I believe narciss- it's about like 11, about 10 or 11 people. Yeah, no, it's a good list. It's important. I have like celebrities a, or or both. It's I, a mix of celebrities and people that no. I know personally. I'm going to tell okay. you, Jordana, your mom is on it. Um. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to ask, but I assume it was kind of assumed. Sammy, Steve is. Buscemi. I mean, my mom I mean, also. I'm not going to do anything to these people. It's just more about like it's more about just like these are the people to avoid. You know, look out for them. <laughs> look is out he, is, for their shit. Is Alec Baldwin and our sister just hilarious? I. I think he is, but he's with okay. Can there's two a few people on the be with list. each other. I feel yes, like they cannot. Definitely, I feel like a narcissist a few, needs a victim. There's a, there's a no, no, no. There can be two narcissists together and create a folly adieu, which is like a shared psychosis of their of your relationship. 
is like a okay. is another type of thing. I will say there's a sub part portion of the list where it's like I'm not sure that that person their actual issue is narcissism, but they display a lot of narcissistic tendencies. But I'm not officially ready to say that it's narcissism because it could be something else. So, I feel like yeah, Alec Baldwin is his is a is his character in Thirty Rock, <laughs> just maybe not <laughs> yeah. as funny or like no. as is hilarious to watch but there is no way that he doesn't source from within for that character oh and also that's how he got that's how he was able to nail the trump impersonations so well it's like it wasn't that far off from like his own personality they just have slightly different how old is he 63 he's gonna be 64 the baldwin family biographer yeah, I'm like fucked up. But yeah, so in the video, her baby, the youngest baby was on her lap. The youngest baby is not, is he one year old? Was on her lap the whole video. So you couldn't see. And then all her kids were like, like, I don't know, like jumping on her. So jumping on her. So fucking And then weird, one the video. of the kids was like attached to her by the hip, like, like sort of hiding her side. There oh, was another one Ed that you, was like the second. That people think she named after her ex-boyfriend. The second youngest. <laughs> that people think she named after her ex-boyfriend, Edgy Ramos. You can look at him on I feel Instagram. Like she, she likes all I, his photos. Every single one still to this day. Do you think she, you think she names write. them all? <laughs> what? Do you think she names them all? And like when they're born, she just tells Alec what the name is? 100%. You think Alec Baldwin from Alexander Baldwin from fucking North, the Northeast is naming his kids Eduardo Powell. Like, are you kidding me? We wouldn't even. Where's he from? Go look at Edu Ramos. She likes every single one of his pictures and he, he is her ex-boyfriend. Still, it's fucking weird. And yeah, if I were going to write a book, I would do a fictional, I wouldn't do a biography. I would do a fictional account of like a similar couple like the Baldwins where it would be sort of like, <laughs> The same chapters off and on the two of them talking about like what they think of each other. And it would be sort of just a similar thing. Like if you could, if you could sit in like no one fucking write the book. I have another book I'm writing and then I will write that one. So (laughs) if you could be a fly on the wall for any like celebrity couples like dinner, like private dinner and they don't know you're there and you're watching, who would it be? I have to think about that for like at least an hour. I can't um, make that just <laughs> well, wait, off the. Well, wait. No, 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 no. no. Okay. I'll get back to you next week. Elaine, um, do you have any thoughts? I'm thinking yeah. celebrity. Like, would I want to see someone I like, or would I? No, it wouldn't. No, be you want to see someone who's like they, you they think has like it, honestly. Like I don't want to, but I want to keep thinking. Maybe it would be like Brittany William and, and it, Sam. Be William and Kate. <laughs> <laughs> William and Elizabeth Kate. Elizabeth Holmes and her husband. No. Megan and Harry. Yeah, there's a lot of options. There's more that I care about that I've thought this about that are not like them. Super obvious. There's other ones that I've thought about. Um, Heidi and Spencer. <laughs> no. Oh, but, but let me let me point to the... So she doesn't in any capacity call herself pregnant or say that she is like personally expecting. They're she, surprised in by her caption. They were surprised. <laughs> and there is another Baldwinito coming. So she's... What's going acting- on with the lawsuit though? It's still happening, which I wonder if there are any lawyers listening. God help you. Um, Like, I wonder if they are, if there's actually something in the sentencing guidelines that's like he would need to pay less damages because he has more kids or because his wife is currently pregnant or he has a newborn. Like, I wonder what the actual effect of having a pregnant wife, an incoming seventh baby 
is on what his consequences will be. Is that what's going to happen to Elizabeth Holmes? Well, that's what people say that she wanted to get lower sentencing, so she like had a kid, so she so that the judge can take into account. She's oh, a kid, she has, like a kid. Well, either she's pregnant or had a kid or had with the kid. whose baby? Her husband. His name is Billy Evans. He's the heir to a small hotel chain in in um, California that his family owns. The Evans what are Hotel. You, Wikipedia. <laughs> well, that's where I get my information. So, <laughs> yeah. So she and I mean, if you're a judge, that is actually taken into account. All that kind of thing. Interesting. I wonder. I mean, she didn't have the last one via surrogate, right? If she had the like, why? Why would you Hilaria. have a surrogate? Openly and then go had back the last to, one, right? So why would you go back the other? Well, one? I don't think she meant to ever have to reveal that the last one was by a surrogate. I think there was like a timing mess up with like the old surrogate who had the prior baby. People speculate that they were trying to do twins with this edgy baby. And that maybe there was like a miscarriage by a different surrogate or a twin miscarriage or something. And then they ended up with another surrogate that they could not lie about because she allegedly was pregnant six months earlier. How many surrogates does Hilaria have on payroll? Well, that depends who you ask um, or whose opinion you want. It's a good opinion question. She has one officially on payroll, but people think she has had up to four or five on payroll. Not including the next Reddit. Um, I mean, there's Reddit is a platform. Reddit can't say anything. It's just like people find like a lot of evidence about it, and it's very um. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I'll be honest, but just saying what there is. What people are speculating. Well, I guess we'll see how if the bump gets gets larger, the the, the real or fake bump allegedly. But yeah, this is all very. I, I mean, it has gotten people stopped. They haven't been talking, I guess, as much about the lawsuit. So maybe it is a good distraction. It's only been for... like a day. Has it been a day? She just announced it like two days ago. I think it might. I think it, I think it will have that effect, though. I think of it'll like, add another thing into the conversation and dilute the other story a little bit. I mean, there was also like an empty lawyer blind that was like essentially saying that Hilaria. Do they have their own bedroom? Where do they live no. in New York City? Like, they live in the Devonshire in Greenwich Village. <laughs> and um, and people think... Th- they share rooms? Have, the kids share rooms? Some of them, yeah. So there's been like deep dives into the property, the properties that they own, and people think that Alec and Hilaria live in separate apartments and that the kids live in another apartment with the nanny. And that they've either like constructed to, you know put them together or not this is all this is all alleged stuff that people have um dug up based on like property the people on reddit and stuff the people on reddit yes the people of reddit who are just redditors, people, redditors. Said. it's just yes. me if i were it's to write you. on reddit <laughs> it's no. just you from different accounts i have never written on reddit there are twenty three thousand people in this never i don't even like yeah. log in i just read it like not logged in I don't yeah. even think I have an account. She's I don't even know. I'm a voyeur, but also like you, the information's there. Like it's these are right. real records. Like people aren't doctoring them, you know, to my to my knowledge. But you don't so, know. Yeah, she I mean, these are things that are like pretty clearly, you know, you can get property records in New York City. It's not that hard. So yeah, that's what people think about where they live, about their living arrangements. Some people think it's like a contract marriage. I don't know. I don't think that's really necessarily accurate. 
but there's reasons to believe that it could be. It's very expensive to have seven kids in Manhattan, I would imagine. Well, the more expensive it is, the less money that needs to be given away to Helena Hutchins' family. I think the biggest expense is school. <laughs> Which you never see them going to. <laughs> but like, but you know, if you, I've heard that each like, like a consecutive marginally kid less does expensive. It, Marginal, it's yeah. less expensive. They share clothes. I'm sure they share I'm clothes. Sure they share if clothes. they're like homeschooled, they share one teacher. So they're you homeschooled. Know, they have multiple nannies per kid. Per kid, it's unclear. Yeah, that's like it's, they are always putting up job listings for like new nannies. It's you should also apply. Like, go undercover. <laughs> they <laughs> would go undercover. <laughs> I don't want to. They would I'll find be your me. reference. I'll be your reference. <laughs> they would find me immediately. Zero, they would know who zero I am. experience they, they in childcare. They'll care. source this podcast Bye. episode. <laughs> they will find me. Okay. There's also one of the nannies posted. Oh, Auntie Lawyer. Auntie Lawyer posted a, a blind that said that Hilaria had been begging Alec for another kid because of the lawsuit. Like that was her solution. And then it turned out to, I guess, be true. I didn't think there was any way he was going to do another I feel kid. like Alec doesn't even know when he finds out with the press that he, when he has another kid. Like, well, he was in the video. Just, like, she probably he just has like a ton of. She, they probably froze his sperm when they got married, and she probably people just think dips, they froze his sperm with Kim Bassner. She probably just dips into it whenever, like, she feels <laughs> like oh, like she's having a bad day. <laughs> that is so that, funny. <laughs> that's how my mom decided to have kids. <laughs> dipping not with, into like, the sperm, not, yeah, not dipping the into the, but just like, yeah. oh, like I'm in the mood. Like, let me yeah. just like. <laughs> no, I think that's like I think there are women who have that type of fixation, and Hilaria Baldwin and your mother are um there there you know there's. Those are two of them. They're, I don't think it's like that. It's a narcissistic symptom. Like, I just want to recreate my own DNA. And, you know, if you're lucky, you'll end up with a Jordana or something. So, oh, that's so, so nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, those are my, those are all my thoughts. Well, I think that's a really nice place to end. Um, that is it for this week's at Betches podcast. You can follow me. I'm at Aileen. And I'm at Jordana Abraham. And I'm at Sammy. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple or Spotify. And um, we will talk to you next week on the At Betches podcast. At Betches is produced by Sean Kilby and Jorge Morales Pico. Be sure to follow At Betches on Instagram and send us your emails to podcast at betches.com. Betches.